Welcome. You're listening to WO Voices, a podcast series from Women in Optometry magazine. I'm Marjolyn Bailefeld, editor of Women in Optometry. We're delighted you could join us. We're here today with Dr. Teresa Colonna. Dr. Colonna is at Westminster Eye Care Associates in Providence, Rhode Island. It's a large practice that now has 65 employees, and Dr. Colonna plays a key role in staff development and, and managing a staff that large. Uh, welcome, Dr. Colonna. I'm eager to hear what you have to say about uh, working with such a large staff. Well, thank you. I, I'm excited to be here. That's great. Now, how long have you been with Westminster? Um, yeah, I've been working at the practice uh, since I graduated from optometry school in 2002. Um, I also did a residency that following year, so uh, came on uh, part-time starting in 2003. And was it as large then as it is now? Uh, no, it was significantly smaller. Uh, when I first started working in the practice, uh, I was one of three optometrists. Um, and I would say the staff at that point was probably under 10. Um, so we've significantly grown over the past, you know, almost 20 years now um, to include a staff of five full-time equivalent optometrists. Um, and then, as you had said, uh, around 65 total employees. That's a, a lot of growth and a lot of complexity. Um, is it still one location? It is still one location. Um, initially, the practice was in half of the building that, that we uh, occupied. And I would say about five years ago, uh, the owners of the practice purchased the entire building and were able to expand to, to take up uh, the rest of the building. And it sounds like you probably need about every square inch of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and they, they've also utilized space in the basement um, for our office and for our uh, optical edging that we do. Uh, so, yeah, we really do use uh, every, every bit of space that we have. So new practices, small practices, tend to bring on employees and, and very much cross-train them to be front desk optical mm -hmm tech. Um, when you're getting into such a large practice, is there much more specialization in the training? Yes. Um, and we have found that we've had to really change our training process um, over the past few years. And it's evolved significantly uh, since we first started. Um, and you know, we found that the practice has developed into a large volume, very medically based practice. Um, and we found that as we grew, we really needed to delegate uh, some of our testing as doctors so we could continue to focus on the needs of the patients. Um, so whereas initially in the beginning, we would individually train each new staff member utilizing our most skilled employees, right? So really when, when you're smaller, you need to take your current staff um, or yourself personally to train each 
new hire that you have come on to your practice. Um, so we were using our our current employees and the, the ones that were most skilled to train each of those staff members, the new hires. Um, and then I would personally, with our optometric technicians in particular, spend a significant amount of time then building on those basics before that new employee was ready for patient care. Um, but as we began to grow, we realized that, you know, you're, you're obviously hiring more frequently um, and hiring more staff members. And we just felt that it ended up being a lot of repetition. Um, and we were too frequently having to take away our best staff from their positions so that they were able to be utilized for training purposes. Um, so it began with a written training manual. And that's how, how kind of our training process really evolved and started initially. Um, and that included um, the testing and procedures um, so that the new staff members had those for reference. Um, we felt that was, that was really helpful, um, but we were missing that visual aspect of the training. I um, mean, we were still having to utilize, you know, our staff members and myself um, also for a significant amount of the training process. Um, and right. yeah, and, and so more recently, we've moved towards training videos. And that's been extremely helpful and really allowed us to be more efficient with our training. Oh, that's so interesting. Tell me how that works. Yeah, so uh, initially, I just had one of our staff members video myself while I was explaining and demonstrating the, the various tests and techniques that they needed to learn. Um, and that was really helpful because I didn't need to physically be there each time we had a new staff member that need to be trained. Um, and my, my husband, who actually owns the practice that I work at with his partner, um, also runs a consulting company. And they were able to take the content of all these videos that I had done um, and produce them into our online training platform. Wow. You figured out how to be in 30 places at once. Exactly. Exactly. And it's been, it's been really helpful in a lot of different ways. It's really benefited our company and our practice. Um, and I think one of the, the most important ways is it's really allowed us to maintain a very high level of consistency because um, we really found with our, our old way of training and just having our staff members kind of continuously relay the information um, was that we were missing that consistency. Um, and this has really been right. key for us is to getting with such a large practice is really trying to get every employee and every technician to perform the test the same way every time um, and perform it right. as a way that we, the doctors, would, would want them to perform it. So really that, that consistency has been huge for us. So you're setting the baseline. You're exactly. saying in your video, you're saying this is how I want it done mm -hmm. every time. Exactly. Um, and it's also significantly improved the quality of our training. Um, and, and with each new person that you hire, they're really 
going to learn at a different pace. Um, and you can't expect them to, you, you show them a particular skill or, or a procedure or a particular way you want them to perform something. You can't just show them once and uh, assume that they're going to then know how to do it perfectly each time. Um, so this way, the videos have allowed them to, they can pause, they can rewatch it, they can revisit the material on an as-needed basis, and really allowing them to learn each procedure and test at their own speed. Um, and we do frequently encourage them to go back and, and rewatch the videos and really see if there's more that you can take away from it. Um, and I do, you know, I found I've worked with so many um, new hires here, and, and in particular, our, our optometric technicians, um, especially those newer to the practice, they have difficulty admitting if they maybe haven't mastered a particular skill or if they're struggling with a particular skill. Um, in this way, they, they have access to the videos on an as-needed basis. And, and like you had mentioned, nothing is left out. It's it's how I want them to learn it every time. Because sometimes if, if I, you know, train a staff member and then they're training someone else and then they're training someone else and it's going down, down the path that way, you know, sometimes some information can get left out. Um, so this way, you're not just relying on your staff members to relay the information. Um, it's being relayed the same way to everyone each time. And I bet there's a little bit of reinforcement, too. Somebody new comes in, learns it from the video, uses that process, and those around him or her who may have you know, skipped over a step here mm -hmm. or there is, mm -hmm. is kind of reminded, oh, that's right. That's part of it. <laughs> exactly. And I do, I think that's a good point because really the training process needs to be ongoing. Um, and, and it doesn't just end, you know, our process doesn't just end with those videos. Um, we, you know, going through our whole process, um, they, they start out with these videos, right? And we, when somebody new to the practice, when we hire them, the first couple of days are spent on just general medical office training. So that'll include, um, you know, our HIPAA, OSHA, um, how to answer the phone, things that, that are really, you know, they're, they're entry-level videos into the practice. And do you do those too? I don't, I didn't develop that aspect of the training. Um, that's in um, the kind of our online training platform. And that's been other, um, we have office managers that have developed that aspect of the training. Um, I work specifically with the optometric technicians. So after they've um, progressed past the general medical office training, um, we then transition them to their job-specific training videos. So whatever particular area that they're going to be working in, um, we have videos set up for each uh, position. And then once they have that general understanding of the tasks that they're going to be learning. Um, we have them work with our trainers um, and we have a number of our employees who are at a level where they are involved with training new staff. Um, and at that point, they'll begin to practice the testing on other staff members. They'll observe patient care um, and that will go on for you know another week or two. Um, and then at that point, they're encouraged to rewatch the videos and really go back and revisit them. Because once you see the testing done on patients, once you've started performing it yourself, you really need to go back and rewatch them because you're kind of at a different level at that point. 
And then following our initial three or four weeks of training, I personally evaluate each optometric technician prior to them starting any type of patient care. So I've developed, I have my checklist um, and that, that will allow them to know what skills they have mastered, what skills they might need a little more work on. And then we sit down and have a meeting with both the new staff member being trained and the uh, staff member that is training them. And, you know, at, at that point, once they've mastered the skills that they need to, they can start with, win with patient care. Um, but we do continue with all of our staff members have periodic evaluations, you know, whether they've been there a few months or years, um, we routinely go back and do evaluations to make sure that we're maintaining that quality and consistency. Um, and then frequently gather entire um groups together, like I'll take all of the optometric technicians and we'll go over maybe an area that we feel we can improve on, um, or maybe there's some some new testing or a new piece of equipment at the office that everyone needs training on. So we're really consistently and constantly um, performing staff training. It's something that, um, that, we, that we do on a consistent basis. That's really interesting. When you, when you mention a new service or a new technology or something like that, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, uh, I guess, relatively easy to get everyone who's in the office then sort of on board. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it's mm-hmm. short-sighted to think that you're not going to need to do that again six weeks later when somebody new exactly. comes on or six months later when somebody new comes on. So Exactly. And, and we were having this, the same issues is you can get everyone and, and, and as you grow and as you have more employees, that then becomes more of an issue because you are hiring more frequently. Um, so we did find it was it was that repetition that was really inefficient. Um, and and this way, if someone new comes on, you know, we, we have a video that they can watch if there's a new procedure or a new testing or a new piece of equipment that we need them to know. Um, and, and that's really, you know, speaks to that efficiency. Um, and that's another area that we've seen really improve with our online training platform is that um, we've become much more efficient, not only with training our staff, um, but also as a practice, um, having a more highly trained staff allows us to delegate more responsibilities. Um, And then we can be more efficient with our patient care. Um, Because I really think and I feel like all doctors out there feel that pressure to be seeing more patients. Mm-hmm. Um, and this has allowed us to do that without compromising our patient care. And we're, we're able to serve more patients um, while also spending more quality time with each patient. So how do staff members access this? If, if somebody feels like they need a review or I came back from a two-week summer vacation and I, I sort of feel creaky on how this machine works. Can they just go and access this video library on their own? Um, Yes. So all of our staff has access to these videos online and they have login information that goes along with that. Um, So the uh, videos can be geared toward um, their particular area of the office that they're working in. Um, And there are... um, 
since this uh, training platform was developed through uh, the consulting company, um, the videos, um, there's a certain portion of them that also have uh, a small quiz at the end. Um, so this allows us to make sure that not only that they're they're watching the videos, um, but they're retaining a certain amount of information um, and the important information at the end of the video. So it allows us to, to monitor uh, the learning process in that way. Right. And what a nice way of adjusting the learning process for those people who might be really great at this in seven days, but aren't great at it today. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And I've seen that, um, you know, over the years, um, being involved with the training is we did see that there's just such a different learning curve. Um, And, you know, I, I think that with I care the way it is, most of our new hires, I would say the vast majority of them do not come to us with any previous I care experience or knowledge. Um, so most most of our optometric technicians are coming in with, with really little information as far as that goes. Um, so we're really starting, you know, at the at the ground level in building their their um, knowledge base around eye care. Um, so this allows them. Some people you find pick it up really quickly, or they've had that previous experience, so they can kind of breeze through the videos. And in a lot of it, maybe they already know. Um, but on the other end, I do find that there's some people it just takes them a little longer. And maybe instead of watching the video one time to get the information, they need to watch it two or three times or, or more in some cases to really get all of the content. Um, and in we don't want to um, eliminate hiring a staff member just because it takes them a, a little bit longer to learn that information. Um, some of our our most highly trained staff members are ones I, I can remember maybe taking a little bit longer to get that information. Right. right. Um, and, and right, getting it or feeling confident and expressing it or practicing it or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's that's all I guess. Good. Yeah, and really being at a level where we feel confident um, with them being on their own in, in patient care. Um, but I will tell you, it's something that's extremely rewarding for me um, is watching our, our staff learn new skills and grow kind of on a personal level. Um, I enjoy seeing them become very proficient in their positions um, and really developing it into a career um, and learning those new skills. Right. right. And I can imagine that you know, perhaps somebody says, gosh, I'd like to be able to do that, that they can kind of get a sense of what's what's involved in that, uh, in the other opportunities within the practice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because obviously we can't um, train every staff member when they first come in um, on all of the different um, positions. You know, they, they start out um, in our office, our newer optometric technicians start out as, as what we call pre-testers. Um, so, right, they're doing the basic entrance tests for when the patients come in. Um, but then once they have mastered those skills, um, they then start to work as um, an assistant to one of our doctors. 
this. So then they're in the room with the doctor. Um, they're recording. Um, we do have a large um, Spanish-speaking population that we see. So they're involved with translating and, and explaining, you know, maybe the disease processes or the treatments that, that we're um, using with the patient. Um, so they kind of, there's a, a um, hierarchy, I would say, of where the, the newer staff begin and then where they can end up. Um, and like going past that, then they learn contact lenses and they learn how to how to perform OCT, how to perform visual fields. So there really is um, all different levels that they can um, continue to uh, achieve. And, and it's great to see them grow and really develop those skills. Um, I can tell you how many times our, our optometric technicians ask great questions and they really want to learn and they really want to improve on their skills. And we take them and we, we have them um, sit at the slit lamp and, you know, look at the patient's eyes and say, here, this is, this is what a cataract is, or this is what a pinguecula is, or this is what I see the foreign body that they have in their cornea that we're going to remove. Um, and you can see the excitement in them and, and um, that learning process. And it really keeps them driven to keep learning and developing new skills. That's so exciting. Dr. Colonna, I love this idea of video training and how it empowers your staff and ensures this this level of, of quality. Thank you so much for sharing these strategies with us. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. I hope you join us again next time on WL Voices. If you'd like to be part of our podcast series, please contact us. You can email us at wovoicesonline at gmail.com or via our website, womeninoptometry.com, on Facebook at WL Magazine, or through Twitter or Instagram at WomenODs. See you next time.